Hello and welcome to the Scottish Roadscast, a podcast about Scotland's roads, bridges and motorways. I'm Stuart Baird. And I'm John Hassel. And in this episode we're going to be talking all about speed cameras in Scotland. Okay. Okay. This is an interesting topic. <laughs> it certainly is. Controversial? Potentially. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think this would have been a great one to have Nick here for, but you know what? It's nice. We can talk about this without him correcting us or mm-hmm. giving us the evil eye. Yes. So that's fine. But I'm sure he'll be listening and he will have things to say after this. No <laughs> doubt. <laughs> no, I, I'm only joking, Nick. I, I miss you very much. I'm sorry you can't be here for, for this one. But we'll have Nick back again soon. Yes. Always nice to have some police input on some of these Absolutely. topics of ours. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I'm sure he will have things to say. So speed cameras. Uh, what, why have I picked this? Because I, I, I did pick this one, mm-hmm. Stuart. Yep. Um, you, you kind of asked me to, to lead up on it. They're things that are kind of everywhere. We see them at the sides of the road. They're definitely road-related. Uh, and, yeah, there is a bit of history behind it. I'd say probably more in the, the recent history. So this is this is why I've, I've, I've chosen this one. So the intention is make this fun. Uh, hopefully we'll learn a few things and we can have a little bit of a chat about them as well and there's loads of facts in here as well um, and stuff that I've kind of looked into so um, what I'm going to talk about first is is the the types of camera um, when they were introduced uh, how they work uh, and, and things like that as this is the Scottish Roadscast we will of course be focusing our attention on Scotland but to start with we have to look at the whole of the UK to see how we have kind of found ourselves with these things at the side yeah, of the road well, yeah I can understand that there will be similarities right across the UK it's worth doing the comparison and yeah absolutely okay, okay. Uh-huh. so before anyone pulls us up and go, oh you're talking about London no, no but you know that's important for the history of this yeah, you know okay. it's predominantly yeah. about Scotland so that's fine um However, due to the nature of this subject, which I, I found thoroughly interesting to research and look up, I do feel the need to put in a bit of a disclaimer. A disclaimer? Yes. Okay. You know it's going to be a good podcast when, <laughs> when it comes with a disclaimer. So uh, while I intend for this to be a factual odyssey into the background behind speed cameras, how they work and what types there are, the Scottish Road Archive strongly encourages you never to exceed the speed limit and drive to the road conditions. While I'm going to keep it as neutral as I can, opinions expressed here are entirely personal and do not reflect the views of the Scottish Road Archive, its members or supporters. This podcast will be factual, but it will also be fun and hopefully get a good discussion going. Well, you've certainly covered yourself there nicely. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I'm sure, hopefully you would won't you, get sued now. No, would, uh, would you like me to repeat that? Or uh, No, I've, I think I think we've heard quite enough. Do we need that. to get the lawyer in? No, yeah. that's okay. Right, that's fine. Right, so let's get on with this then. The, the thing I want to talk about first is the history. Uh, behind it so traffic enforcement cameras as they're kind of formally known yeah were first permitted in the uk by the road traffic act in 1991 it the, the first proper permanently sighted speed camera to be used in the uk was a gatso type camera and we'll cover more on that later don't worry which was installed on the a316 at twickenham bridge in london 1992 so okay. way back then. Yeah. A trial camera was used prior to this on the M40 a year, a year earlier. And I've, I've got a kind of interesting anecdote about that. But the first properly sighted one was actually 1992. That's a long time ago. 30 years now, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's oh, not, a long time, not a long time for some people. You make me feel old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the, this this went in in 1992. So as we go on through the 1990s, more and more of them crop up and are seen to be a, a success at reducing yeah. accidents. Certainly the, the statistics seem to, to back that up. Now, initially, all speed cameras were grey, as you can remember. Mm-hmm. However, new legislation required that the cameras be painted yellow uh, and clearly visible, so not hidden behind other street furniture or I trees. I remember or- all that uh, yeah. 
chat at the time about them having to put reflectors on the back of them to highlight them yes now before anyone jumps in and goes oh yellow no in scotland they have chevrons and they're absolutely correct in scotland they are a bit bit different it has caught Ah, people out though okay so in england they are they are um they're kind of like that reflective yellow they've Mm -hmm. got in Mm -hmm. scotland as you know they're kind of blue but they've got the the chevron on the back actual yellow and red chevrons yeah Mm -hmm. it has caught a few people out south of the border who didn't think they were speed cameras because they were so used to seeing them having to be yellow so Um, it's no fun for them so (laughs) when I kind of um, first started driving it was around about 2005 they they were mostly kind of fixed sight cameras and around about that time they they did get the colours I I remember when they were grey and um, you know but I I wasn't driving at the time Um, and we're now at a point where we have a whole mixture of cameras from average speed cameras and and different red light cameras combination cameras and stuff Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. but to talk about like who actually runs them yeah. I've got some information here from the safetycameras.gov website, which is Scotland's mm-hmm. website for, yeah. for who runs the, the speed cameras in Scotland. So speed cameras are, you know, they're technically well, they are run by Police Scotland and funded through a grant from the Scottish Safety Camera Programme. Mm-hmm. That's how they get their funding. They are split into three units across Scotland. Those are the north, the east and the west. Their aim is that through targeted camera enforcement and improving driver behaviour, the aim of... Um, Safety cameras is to reduce the number of casualties on Scotland's roads. That's why sometimes you've seen vans outside the road and it's called like a, um, a safety camera or a casualty reduction unit or right. something like that, okay. to be honest with you. Keeping the, the word speed out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because it's not all about speed. So Yeah, yeah it, me- it means that cameras are sighted in areas that most need in terms of road casualty reduction and deployed primarily where they will have the greatest casualty and collision reduction per- uh, potential okay so again as i say i got that from from their actual website that you see there um some of the justifications that they put behind having speed cameras is based on previous accident data right. in an area they aren't just simply put there because people think well people might be speeding here no it has to be backed up by, by stuff that's happened in the mm-hmm. past such mm-hmm. as a number of incidents or if there's been particularly serious accidents and yeah. stuff like that that goes there okay so there we go i'll talk a little bit more about uh, revenue and things like that so i've kind of covered the history there they first came in in 1992 um in scotland um they appeared at first in in urban areas i believe it was actually in the strathclyde area in the mid 1990s mm-hmm. they came in uh, scotland was actually one of the first places that to get the average speed camera system also permanently sighted in 2005 as well okay. so we do have some first there's some yeah. famous aspects to to scotland and, and speed cameras as well we love our details Stuart. yes so do. why don't we get into the different types here and kind of break this down a mm-hmm. little bit now the first type of enforcement camera that was actually used were the red light cameras. You know, do you know what red light cameras? Have you seen these? Yeah, these are some of these now are quite old, aren't they? Very. Yeah. They were also made by Gatso. Right. Okay. This that when you hear talking about Gatso speed cameras, that's a Dutch company. Right. Gatsometer BV is what they're right. called. Okay. It's a Dutch company, and they they made these cameras, but initially it was just red light cameras. Mm-hmm. Okay. There are still a lot of these today. Um, as I said, you know, Gats used to make them. You see them at tr- signal-controlled junctions. Yeah. Earlier ones used, like, loop sensors in the road, so they wouldn't use, like, a radar or a laser trap or something like mm-hmm. that. They would have an induction loop in the road. I think so, some of the Edinburgh ones were that type. Yes, mm-hmm. so that's right. So in the traffic light goes to, to red, the trap is armed. Yes. If you know what I mean, to catch somebody through. Um, 
so much now when when they they put cameras in now um that particularly the speed curb red red guards they're called to right. these so that the, you can see them at some junctions that are kind of smaller cameras mm-hmm. uh on there and these use a combination sometimes of loops but they can also use um kind of non-invasive things like sensors um like radar and things yeah. like that to pick them up and also be aware that some of these cameras if not all of them but some of them can pick you up for speed as well yes. so they will trigger on green so um i do um i elaborated a little bit there on that that last bit uh, to be honest with you because uh, i didn't don't have any exact numbers for how many of these red light cameras are actually speed cameras but one one thing you can, you can see sometimes is they're double headed mm-hmm. so if they're particularly looking over two lanes and stuff like that you can see where they're covering a dual carriage or one camera will be looking for speed one will be looking for 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 um red light traffic offenses yeah some locations we get red light cameras um the one i always remember sticks out in my mind is the 814 victoria park drive south mm-hmm. the, the junction with westland drive so you come off the expressway and you're heading basically towards the barton road yeah so Glasgow did go quite heavy on the combined cameras for a while, didn't yeah. they? When they first came out, there's a number of junctions mm-hmm. in the city that have them. Don't think there's any in North Warwickshire, or is there? Might be one on the on the road down. So Edinburgh Road, um, it's old Edinburgh Road or New Edinburgh Road. It's the one that goes between Belsey Hill Junction and A seven two five all the way down to Uddingston. Yeah, at A seven two one. I think there might be one at that crossroads. I'll take um, I'll take your word hmm. for it. I mean, I I don't know many locations, but I know them in in Edinburgh. Yeah, there's quite a few yeah, of them yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, these things. So, but from a historical point of view, this is this is the first type of um kind of autonomous. Uh, speed enforcement system mm-hmm. that they, uh, sorry, autonomous road traffic law enforcement system that they had before they then came along with the speed cameras. And they were introduced kind of first. Yeah, you know, the oldest traditional red light camera. I know what you're going to mention is the one on Castle Street. Yes. Yep. Just down from Beard Street. Yeah. At I, Royston think, I road. think you need a, a hedge cutter to see that one. No? Yeah. I'm <laughs> guessing that's been decommissioned long ago, but that's so old <laughs> it even has like the red strip on it you know what it used to i yeah. think that would deploy if it was you know actually so, had gone off what, what and i'll cover this later some cameras they, they used infrared flash right so okay. they don't blind drivers ah, you know okay. so Interesting. Uh, yes there is a very old one there i can't mm-hmm. comment if it is working or not working yeah. but it certainly is a bit of a relic mm-hmm. definitely yeah yeah so uh, you heard me mention gatso mm-hmm. a few times um gatso is the most common type of speed camera in the united kingdom and also still the most common type of speed camera in in scotland gatsometer type 24s um these are the traditional box ones the very first ones that are installed yeah uh, and I'll, I'll cover off a little bit about these mm-hmm. um the original cameras you see you see up here some of them are still used and they're painted blue with a chevron on the back as as per it should be in scotland yeah they used to use old analog systems with a roll of film so they typically had about 400 photos or or ammo yeah uh, for 400 shots but um now some of them are converted to digital yeah they work by using radar technology to measure how fast a vehicle is traveling and to arm the camera so once it realizes someone one someone is speeding it then takes two pictures of them and these are rear-facing pictures. In conjunction with the camera, you will see a gauge marking on the road. Mm-hmm. They take the first picture, you enter that gauge, and take the picture as you leave. So this is those white horizontal lines that you see? Yes. Yeah, okay. So whenever you see them, you will see them paired up with a speed camera. Sometimes you see them on the road and no speed camera says yeah. because the speed camera's been taken away, yeah. or they were thinking of sighting a speed camera there, okay. to be honest with you. Now, I said they were always rear-facing to avoid blinding drivers with a flash, 
and it's a legal requirement to actually have the gauge lines painted on the road as a secondary measurement for determining speed. Mm-hmm. So it, if somebody was to dispute it and said, oh, your camera's not calibrated properly, it's this and that, they can then produce these photographs and say, well, we have you at such and such millisecond here and then such and such millisecond over there when you could only have covered those distances mm-hmm. if you were doing 38 miles yeah. an hour or something like that. So you've got that secondary measurement there, um, which, which cameras in this country have to have. Now, can a question for you. Yes. Can those cameras pick up speed or flash at you if you're travelling towards them? Not the Gatso, no. Okay. So the Gatso is only designed to, to go rear-facing. So typically against the carriageway side that's face-off, you've got a dual carriageway, but and say the camera's against the southbound carriageway, mm-hmm. it will only be enforcing speed on, yeah, this, on that carriageway. Yeah, okay, so. interesting. And does that apply to single carriageway roads as well? Would it be the lane that it's yeah. facing against? Yeah, they, okay. they only look that way yeah. um, with these things. Just, the only disclaimer I'd have on that, make sure it's a Gatso you're dealing with, because there is another type of camera that, that can work Do forward. Do work both ways, um, yeah. But I, and, I, and I will cover that, to okay. be honest with you. But you shouldn't be speeding anyway. No, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So many Gatsos um, sit disused now or have not in use over them. I don't know if you've seen that. The red um, bags, yeah. Because mm-hmm. in in some cases they've thought to themselves, well, you know, we're going to have to replace this camera because a lot of them were, were kind of older analog systems. Yeah. Um, but did you know that some of these camera sites were actually dummies? They didn't have a film in them and they just flashed as a warning to people. They didn't prosecute them. Right, but of course I imagine the public weren't aware, obviously weren't aware of the fact that there were dummy sites as far as we were concerned. No, the, the cameras, cameras were, yeah. you, they looked exactly the same. Yeah. But it was known, just really for kind of cost-cutting yeah. in some ways, that some of the cameras were put in, at least initially, yeah. they had they, they were just flashing but not for, actually For safety reasons, else. really, just to bring yeah. the speed down. Yeah. To put, to put the fear into you. Mm-hmm. So you'd spend the next two or three weeks worrying about that envelope coming through the door, the notice of prosecution. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you can find many of these old, old Gatso cameras in, in many places. They are still in use, of course, which is the M9 at Newbridge. Mm-hmm. That's that's quite a famous one. Yeah, yeah, it's the bottom of, of the dip. Yep. Do you know what you think, Stuart, actually? Is that the only place on Scotland's motorways where there is a, a fixed sight speed camera? Yes, I believe so, yeah. And that's been there since the junction was... Since day one, yeah. Since day one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to enforce that 50 mile an hour 1997. Limit yeah. That was that. That's been in there. So there mm-hmm. you go. The eighty-two has one on the Great Western Road. Um, I think it's up between up the far end, far end by Knightswood. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, approaching Annie's Land. Uh, Talker. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I don't know if there's one up by Clay Bank way. Is there one up that way? I don't know. To be honest with you, um, and there's plenty of them in Edinburgh. Plenty in Edinburgh. E sixty-eight. Yes. Well, I'm just getting that. All right. Sorry. <laughs> so. <laughs> They have upgraded the Gatso, and have you seen them? They're bigger, they're slightly taller, right? And these are the digital versions. Oh, okay. And the digital ones, you can see these on the A68 and the A1. I hadn't realised they were on the A1 as well. It's been a while since I was down there. They have a mixture on the A1, so they have replaced some. Right. Uh, okay. To be honest with you. So, so how do you identify these new ones then? They're a little bit taller. Right. And they're a little bit bigger. They're not as kind of boxy. Right. If you know, what I mean, it's just uh, it's not so much a square. It's more of like a rectangle. And these the one with the yellow heads. Yes. Ah, right. Okay. So I have seen them then. I've maybe yeah. seen them on the A68. Yes, yeah. these mm-hmm. these ones, um, well, the Gatso have the kind of blue surround, these uh-huh. are yellow, but they have the chevron on them right, as okay. well. So don't yeah. worry, it's 
Scottish certified. It's fine. <laughs> so um, other types of cameras, you get one that's called, this is a brand name, it's called Speed Curb. Mm-hmm. So these are new ones that you see often in, in um, urban areas. Now, these look just like red light cameras. Right. Uh, the modern red light cameras are basically... The, the, the red light cameras but configured for for speeding as i mentioned earlier um you can see them as i said twin headed in places and or, or they use road sensors but mm-hmm. these are the ones most most commonly used by like um in urban areas now as opposed to the gatsa right so this one is topical okay hadex hadex two and three which we have hadex yeah. two and three just as of last month I was going to say what have you heard about Hadex, Stuart, yeah. lately? Well, just that this, the first Scottish That's right. uh, location for Hadex has gone live mm-hmm. uh, on the M90 and the M9. That's great. Um, and it went live last month. It did After indeed. a long period of testing. May and... the 23rd. Right, okay. So I'll tell you the background between about Hadex. People are there, why, why are they talking about Hadex? Mm-hmm. But, so Hadex are gantry-mounted speed cameras. Yeah. Um, they've been using these down south. They were first used on the M25 mm-hmm. uh, for enforcing the mandatory speed limits on the London Orbital Motorway. Yeah. So mandatory variable steep speed limits are a very new thing in Scotland. Having been around down south since, you know, I'd say probably the early, early noughties. Yeah. Um, they are found as part of the, the Fife ITS mm-hmm. uh, or Intelligent Traffic System around the Fourth Bridges. So these were originally installed in 2012 as Hadex 2 cameras. A Hadex 2 sits directly above a traffic lane yeah. in the gantry and you don't see it. Yeah. It's a all you'll see is gauges on the road, and there'll be a warning sign for a for a speed mm-hmm. a, a kind of speed camera sign there. Now these were actually never used. Um as I said, mounted in the gantries and looked over every lane. In 2017, Hadex 3 cameras were installed on some of the gantries to enforce a variable speed limit. Now, they've done an, a, a number of years that people said, oh, why, you know, they're, they're only just going on now. What have they been doing for Edge? Well, they've been testing them. They've been testing the variable limits there on the gantries. And these are there to enforce not only the speed limit, yeah. but also there to enforce the speed limit as displayed on the gantry. Yes. If you yeah. go under those gantries, Stuart, you notice they're in a red roundel. Yeah, you that's, have to do that speed. That's not, that's, yeah. that's not advisory. And, and regular users of the English motorway system will be very familiar oh, yes. with that, not yeah. so much up here. Yeah. Oh, they've been brown enveloped to death, <laughs> you know, uh, to be honest with you. And I mean that by the notice of prosecution. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so on May the 23rd, which is only, only what's that, just over a couple of weeks ago, weeks yeah. ago um, the, these things have gone on. So 2017, they went up, only went, went on off there after a kind of period of testing. To help enforce... Um, the, the limit and to avoid any disputes they actually have a cctv camera sighted 300 meters prior to the gantries right. to look at the gantry and show said offender going under it exceeding the speed limit with the speed limit displayed above interesting so if you you know if, if well, i suppose it's yeah we can talk about work um if you're ever involved in putting these things on remember you've got to have a camera to prove that as well yeah because yeah. I, I remember that going in at the mm-hmm. time and i was like oh okay that's that's something worth so there's really no way to question that. No, because I, yeah. I can see like somebody getting this through and go, oh, I didn't know that. I I, I, uh, I thought it was still national speed limit. 
Uh, it's clearly forty on the gantry, you know. Yeah. So it, it would it would see your car and it, it would see see that underneath yeah. as well. And in fairness, with those red rounders, it's very difficult yeah. to ignore those. Now, I, I don't know this for certain, but I blum and hope they're doing this. But if it enforces red X as well, um, so if you red X a gantry lane, mm-hmm. obviously that's the same as a, a red traffic light. You shouldn't, right. you shouldn't okay. go under these things at all. Um, it, it's incredibly dangerous because mm-hmm. it often means that, you know there's somebody stopped in the in the long yeah. lane or yeah. whatever. But I don't know if they're enforcing that. With okay. that. Maybe. Maybe Nick can tell us. Possibly, yeah. If only he was here. <laughs> so that's it. So Hadex. I keep saying Hadex. What does Hadex stand for? It stands for Highways Agency Digital Enforcement Camera System. Yeah. So they obviously developed the original system, then the yes. Highways Agency, then Highways England, now National Highways. Now National Highways, yeah. yeah. Okay. So they like to change the name of their organisation down there quite a lot. Indeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yes, so um, yeah, even though we're in Scotland, it says Hi- Highways Agency. So yeah, you can see Hadex 3 cameras on the approach to the Queensbury Crossing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there we mm-hmm. go. Yeah, look out for the yellow boxes on the leg of the near side leg of the gantry, the same gantry. That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. That big yellow box. Yeah. Two in one unit. Yep. I mean, it's got the, the kind of flash module and the other unit's got the actual camera okay. on it as well. And I noticed on the M73, the M80, M74, the, the, the gantries installed there, 2017, they have the brackets already for those cameras. That's right. Should they ever decide to put them in. Exactly. The plinth is there. Mm-hmm. So, yep. you know, be warned. You know, misbehave <laughs> yep. and that's what happens. Mm-hmm. So the biggie, what's the biggie in uh, elephant in the room when it comes to speed cameras in Scotland it's got to be average speed cameras specs cameras specs cameras yeah. they call by lots of different things mm-hmm. to be honest with you but average speed cameras specs is actually a brand name yeah and I'll go over this so bit of a background behind these so average speed cameras they take their name specs from who they were originally manufactured by which was speed check services limited okay they have been acquired twice since but the name seems to kind of live on they're, they're often nicknamed yellow vultures <laughs> Nicknamed by whom? <laughs> well, it's actually it's not it's not by what they do, but it's their appearance. Yeah, because okay. the two because originally that's what these looked like. They had the they had a camera with two sensors on either side yeah. of it, um, and they did they looked like a bird. Right, okay. Missing, so they were called yellow vultures yeah. in an affectionate way, to be honest with you, or an endearing way. <laughs> I'll take I'm your word sure. for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so these were first introduced <clears throat> into the United Kingdom in 1999, and they were initially used at road works i remember very first seeing these on when they were doing the major works on thelwall viaduct right okay these average speed cameras went in i don't think people quite understood how they worked but i'll get into this so scotland was actually one of the first places to have them permanently installed in 2005 the the first place i remember them being used here i think might have been on the a77 to M77 upgrade. In fact, no, that was Gatsos. So yeah. it might well have been the white cart viaduct works out at Glasgow Airport, 2006-ish kind of time. I, I remember them having average speed cameras there for a while mm-hmm. when yeah. they had that down to 40. 40, I think, yeah. yeah. I don't know if they were used when they upgraded the A8 to include hard shoulders. Remember the old road between Baleston oh, and Newhouse? Oh, yeah, that's right. Can't yeah. quit so long ago now. Yeah. They did have them when they were doing the upgrade of the M73, M74 yeah, uh, and, and M8, yeah. which was fair enough. But mm-hmm. they're seen as a very effective way of, yeah. of keeping oh, people... They really com- affect driver behaviour. Exactly. Yeah. And in roadworks, especially, you know, you don't have hard shoulders. Yeah. There's people working, mm-hmm. you know, you want people complying, yeah. not just slowing down at no. the Gatso. So, um, they, like I said, we we done something quite pioneering in Scotland in 2005 is it was decided that 
because of a, a poor safety record on the A77, yeah. going all the way from Bogen Toll, uh, all the way down to uh, Garvin, yeah. um, they were to install permanent average speed cameras there to mm-hmm. enforce the national speed. So 50, yeah. uh, then national speed limit um, of 70 miles an hour on the dual carriageway and 60 on yeah. the, the single Now, I remember this I, I, at the time, and, mm. and that road had a horrific safety record. Yeah, and the installation of those cameras basically eliminated accidents, serious yeah. accidents yeah. and fatals from that road overnight. Mm-hmm. You know, it was there was an immediate benefit. You yeah. know, there. So yeah, I can, I can understand why. Well, I, I might so just ask you a question on what what what's been preferred schemes or where you think they work well later. Okay. So you can you can keep that one in yeah, your drawer. Yeah. Well, but no, uh, it's interesting because I wasn't down here at the time mm-hmm. and I only just started driving. Yeah. At that point, but uh, certainly that was the only ones I knew of mm-hmm. in in Scotland. Um, they work, of course, by using ANPR technology. So that's the automatic number plate uh, recognition. Yeah. So these things, as cars are coming through, it's remembering your plate mm-hmm. coming through. So it sees that number plate, sees that number plate, sees that number plate. And then it, it, it works, they work in pairs with each other. So, so the, there is a camera sighted. Now, they can be anywhere between 300 meters. They can be up to a kilometer. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, if you've got exits and slip roads, they work with them as well. So yep. then they see your car in car arrive yeah. at the next checkpoint mm-hmm. so to speak and yeah. remember oh Stuart Baird uh, went, why am I using your name uh, but they say he's, uh, Stuart Baird arrived there in his car that number plate there and now he's arriving there yep. the speed limit is 40 and Stuart was in fact doing 38 miles an hour he's okay. absolutely fine but if somebody arrives at that net camera um, far too quickly mm-hmm. mathematically to be able to have been doing that speed limit yeah. then you know it's prosecution the fine is issued okay yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I take it these use digital te- digital technology they as well. Are. Yeah. So I spoke a lot about analog cameras and, and, and how they had a roll of film in them and the guy actually did have to go out and get them. No, these are digital. Okay. So these get uh, sent straight <clears throat> away yeah. um, to, to whoever's going to look at these things. Right. Speed cameras generally when they, when they go through they are reviewed by people. Mm-hmm. So they look and they look at the evidence just to make sure there isn't a fault. Yeah. And uh, they'll be calibrated regularly as well. They and, are, yeah. yeah. You know, so um, that's all there. So there's, <clears throat> there's a myth people had that changing lanes would confuse the system yeah and you wouldn't be detected now uh, i don't know you i don't know what research on google and online and you have to be careful with some of the information you get but certainly people tried to attempt this when they were first implemented uh to varying degrees of success but modern average speed cameras no, no absolutely because not. It'll, it's the same it's the number plate it's so, a number yeah, plate regardless of your you position can have the some room. of the, the the modern average speed cameras can can monitor up to five lanes mm-hmm. of traffic you know yeah. they're very very sophisticated yeah we're we've got a lot of them in scotland uh very common uh, you can see them on the a90 between Dundee and Stonehaven, mm-hmm. the A77, as we, as we mentioned. Yeah. And uh, most famously, I'd say, on the, the A9 uh, from Perth to Inverness, yeah. which, which opened a number of years ago. And if we're going to talk statistics, has, has massively reduced the, the number of accidents that's yeah. happened there. Also on the A9 between Keir and Perth at Broxton. Yes. Someone there too, isn't there? There is. Uh, I treat this a bit separately, mm-hmm. um, and I'll tell you why. That's the dual carriageway section. Yeah. So it was speeding. The problem on this particular section was I, more to do with a lot of the, the junctions. The junctions here, yeah. In particular, and wanting to make sure that we're not bombing it down these Thinking junctions. Thinking like Glen Eagles Junction, places like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it wasn't just the single carriageway argument they, they, they <clears> had. There was, it was to do with some of the junctions as well. Um, recently, we've also had them installed on the 85, uh, 82, kind of between Tindrum and Licks. Oh, that's right. That was fairly recent, wasn't that that particular yeah. set? That's, that was 
I believe for more bikes. Well, I, that's what I was thinking, Stuart. Because I, when I'm, oh, they're putting every speed camera. Say, well, why? Mm-hmm. Why you can't really go too I'm fast this, for motorcycle safety for motorcycles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? um, so average speed cameras continue to be used throughout our major roadworks. In fact, right now we have them on the Renfrew, don't we, Stuart? We do indeed. Yeah, Renfrew, M8, but- junction twenty-five to twenty-seven at the moment. That's right. The roadworks there. They are due to finish in a few weeks' time. Actually, just at the end of June. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yep. You've got both, both your fingers crossed behind the chair. Yeah, <laughs> very, very worthwhile upgrade uh, yes. work going on there. What's actually Transport happening Scotland. there? Uh, that's full bridge refurbishment that's going on there. Right. Um, so the westbound side's all getting done. So they've planed up all the, the, the surface and they've gone down to the concrete bridge decks. They've re-waterproofed them, done all the concrete repairs and they're progressively working from one side of the, the carriageway to the other. So that's why it seems that the traffic management has changed a wee bit there. So yeah, it's quite an interesting one. Some really good investment there at last on the M8 by Transport Scotland who should well, be you know anything that's that. strengthening bridges are not going to lead to disaster suddenly yeah. opening up at some point exactly hey, that's yeah. good Aye, that's absolutely good. yeah to be honest Stuart, i mean i've been through it and uh it seems to work quite well mm. you know uh with, with going through that and of course speed cameras it's a given why do we have them in roadworks to protect the workforce correct to protect the workforce exactly yeah. and, and anybody who gets frustrated going through roadworks but that should really bear that in mind that they're not there for to slow them down no. just they're there also to protect the, the people working on the, the sites and for I know you get people coming out with these remarks though. They, they say, oh, there's ne- there's never anybody working. But the other <laughs> yeah. thing you, you you will find it sometimes at access points and exit exit points in the road works as well. You need to make sure that speeds are people are complying yeah. with speed limit around and, there. And when it's bridge works and things like that, you sometimes could find that you've you've poured new concrete one you day. Have to wait. It could be seven days before you come back to do the next for it to go bit off. of work. Yeah. So sometimes it might look as though there's long periods of time where there's not much happening, but there could be concrete curing. And I know down south uh, national highway actually use signage now like yeah. concrete curing you know just to highlight to people that's why there's no active works at you know a particular at time particular whatever, yeah. okay well <clears throat> there is another I'm, I'm just going to hover over average speed cameras a bit longer Stuart mm-hmm. see if we're, we're okay for time yeah yeah I um, I think that there, there is an added benefit in keeping speed consistent to mm-hmm. avoid congestion. Yes. So if everybody has, say say you've started the average speed check maybe a kilometre or two kilometres prior to your works, so you get everyone into that consistent speed, you don't get this yeah. sudden slamming of the brakes yep. when they see a big round or they see a, a fixed sight speed camera. Yeah. It does tend to keep your traffic flowing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I and can be quite effective at that. Yes. They... Commend average speed cameras for doing the things that other speed cameras can't do yeah. is that they keep people all going at that <clears> speed because one of the criticisms of the Gatso type camera or any fixed speed camera so people know it's there. Yeah. They just they just <clears> put <throat> the brakes on and they uh, you know and, and some people have said this is dangerous. Yeah. You know, uh, and stuff and there there are some you know figures out there suggested that some places accidents have actually increased at fixed fixed camera sites as a result of people panic braking. Oh. Um but the average speed camera eliminates that. The thing is that some people don't know how they work. They don't realize it's an average speed camera system because you see people padding the brakes when they, they get to each camera thinking, mm. no, that thing's timing you regardless. Yes. You know, and it yeah. times you between cameras. So essentially, if you've been speeding throughout the entire, you can get prosecuted multiple times. Now, am I right in saying, you'll correct me here if I'm wrong, yep. isn't there a road in London that uses average speed cameras to keep traffic congestion low and keep traffic flowing 20 mile an hour limit Docklands the, the road with all the, the cut and cover tunnels that runs all the way up towards the XL at Canary Wharf and all these things and there's a, a long stretch there with 20 mile an hour on it. and I believe I know that someone out there will be able to tell me otherwise 
I think that was on to keep traffic going. I I don't know, but I know that something using technology mm-hmm. was done on the very road you speak of. Okay. <laughs> but whether or not that is an average speed camera type system... Or something else. Because yeah. the only thing I would find, and I'm, I'm not... Um, I'm not disagreeing with you here. I don't have anything to kind of check this against. Is you need a justification, I suppose, for these yeah. things. Like, well, for congestion. You mm-hmm. know, you, you don't know if you could get away with, with something like that. Perhaps. Perhaps there is a safety issue. Could, could even be emission controls through the a, underpasses and tunnels exactly, and things. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they, they do have to have a justification. Mm-hmm. So, um, I... I'm, we're all saying like tremendous cheerleaders of speed cameras. And I suppose we should be for things that make the road safe. I um on on balance with with speed cameras uh sorry in particular average speed cameras um just my kind of personal thoughts in it when I'm driving along a road uh say I'm driving on the 85 I'm driving on the 8 uh the A77 what's the thing I'm doing the most when I'm driving I'm I'm looking out the window and I'm focusing on my driving I'm yeah. looking out for hazards I'm looking out for other motorists and stuff when I'm driving on an av- a road controlled by average speed cameras, what starts to eat into my thoughts is my speed mm-hmm. all the time. Now you think, well, you should you should know you, you, what your speed is. Alter, I don't drive looking at the speedo. No, you know, a lot of the time I drive looking out the window. Um, now I, I do happen to glance these things, but I do find there, there's this kind of slightly tense thing about driving in a very long section of average speed cameras where there isn't roadworks on something like the A9 or the A90. Is it something else that's slightly occupying my mind that doesn't quite relax me? Stick the cruise control on. Well, I for years <laughs> did not have a car with. I had a car without cruise control. Okay. Because you know, it's some some manufacturers like to charge you ridiculous extra yes. options, uh-huh. uh, which will name certain manufacturer will name nameless. <laughs> but um, I didn't have cruise control, but I came a master at being able to maintain that speed yeah. that, that you're doing. And the problem with cruise controls is, is not, not all cruise controls adaptive, but every 170 is slightly different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, with these things. But I do find it another thing that I'm thinking about when I could be thinking about more pressing things, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, I've been through... Do, do, do you see what I mean? Yeah. I might not be making the best I, explanation I, of this. I've never, I, I've not had that experience on the A9, the A77, because I, again, I always just tend to chuck the cruise control on and just, and just leave it. And then mm-hmm. you just phone, or if you come behind a truck or whatever, you can adjust. Yeah. Where I have struggled with that is on the very long stretches of roadworks down south that you get. I mean, you can have 15 mile long sections of oh, roadworks yes. down south on the M1, yeah. M6 when they've been upgrading to smart motorway and things like mm-hmm. that yeah. oh, and you're sitting in very narrow lanes you're on a 50 mile an hour limit you might, you can use the cruise control only gets you so far because you've got slow moving trucks you've got buses and you have to move and you're so down there's so and much you, more concentration there's so much going on between the roadworks and, and, and everything there's narrow lanes all the trucks mm-hmm. in the near side you're like oh my goodness this is really tough yeah. you know you are constantly thinking about it so yeah I get it I do get it I, yeah. I, I have been there I've, I've yeah, it's, it's not enjoyable. I mean, we we spoke about how important they are in in roadworks yeah. as well and stuff. But yeah, it's it's interesting. It is it is a different psychological kind of um, environment driving mm-hmm. with them, looking over you. Yeah, so to speak, definitely. But we'll move on to the next type of speed camera, which is very common. Mm-hmm. It's not a fixed sight. It is the mobile speed camera van. Aha, uh-huh. you've seen these, Stuart. 
You know what I'm talking about, yeah, don't I, you? Yes, so, I know the ones. Um, these, these are very common, and they're used at locations where there has been a history of serious accidents. Often you see them in laybys and occasionally on some overbridges. These vans basically have a guy in the back who, who looks out the side or, or back with a kind of a, a telephoto lens and a laser-type speed gun. Mm-hmm. Okay, so these these are human operated. Okay, uh, which makes them distinct from the other autonomous systems here. So these can face forwards towards traffic. Uh, they also can face from the rear, so either or, and they have a range of up to one mile. Mm-hmm. And there's an old saying with them: chances are, if they see you or you see them, you know they see you. Yeah, you know. So yeah. I mean, once 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 you see that van, there's a good sight, the good chance, or <laughs> almost a certain chance they're they're looking right at you. Yeah, uh, with these things. So. What people don't know about this is it's actually very good how transparent the safetycameras.gov.scot website is, mm-hmm. the people who run these cameras. Yeah. You can go there and see a map of where all these mobile safety camera sites are. Mm-hmm. They have fixed sites that they go, they don't just decide, oh, well, you know, we'll just pop on this verge today. No, you know, it's like all, that yeah. has to be at certain sites. They're agreed sites on locations, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, so you can go up and check exactly where these sites yeah. are. They often publicize where they're going to be carrying out enforcements and stuff like that as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the advantage of these cameras is that they can be deployed to where they are most required and they give a high visibility presence on a yeah. route. Yep. So, you know, even if they're not prosecuting people, people see them and they think, oh, good, right, people are enforcing the speed here. Oh, the van's there, all right, I must keep an eye on my speed. Yeah. So, well, no one's getting ticketed, no one's getting fined, but no. they're, they're there giving that presence, which is something that, you know, is when you see a traffic cop or, or, or um, like like our friend Nick, mm-hmm. uh, or, or you know the, the police out on the road. Generally, everyone starts behaving themselves, yeah. don't they? Yeah. These these have a similar effect, although they're 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 in a site just mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So um, that's one of the advantages with them. The the most popular mobile site that I am aware of is Cumbernauld Wilderness Bray yeah. on the A eight zero one one northbound towards Old Inns. Oh, um, yeah. There's one sits at the bottom of the hill there just next to Cumbernauld Village. Ah, right. Um, or the okay. 811, is it? Yeah. Yes. Aye. Um, there's one sits there at the bottom of the hill, that one. Yeah. Is used quite regularly by the van. Yeah. Yeah, to get to these sites. Mm-hmm. I uh, see one on an overbridge on the M80. Oh, all right. You know, yep. in that long section of the M80 between... Um, Bankhead and uh, Bannockburn. Yeah, all right, okay. You up get some Denny. of them on, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. up by Denny on the, the overbridge there. I mean, I don't tend to see a lot of them on motorways. I always see them on the um, A92. You do? Between yeah. Halbeath <clears throat> and kind of Loch Alley. I, I've seen them in the past on the A74M as well. And run a bit oh, right. I often see the police cars or parked mm-hmm. up. I see the, I've, the traffic. I've seen traffic vans down there. Mostly in the, Dumf- in the old Dumfries and Galloway mm-hmm. uh, sort of area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. No, they they are about. But like I said, you you can see where these these guys uh, these guys are are, are out uh, by looking at the website. So no, that's a good bit of transparency there, and kind of blows blows away any myths that people are trying to be sneaky about it but you know yeah um now we spoke earlier you had a really good point Stuart, about gatso cameras and could they could they face forward and get you well guess what there is a camera that does that it's called the truvelo okay. truvelo combi or truvelo decam which is a digital version um we don't actually have any sites of these in scotland right uh so 
as far as I'm aware of, somebody might say, well, actually, there's one in Edinburgh, because of course there would be. <laughs> um, but no, as far as I know, there there isn't. But I thought they were worth a mention as they're found in England, so if you're ever going down there. So I remember seeing quite a few of these in the kind of southeast. Mm-hmm. They're like a Gatso, but they face towards a driver. It means that it's more difficult for people to dispute to his driving as it gets a photo of the, of the person's yeah. face. So you can't say, oh, my dog was driving or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's it was them. These cameras use an infrared flash, so they don't blind you. Um, they they were actually cheaper than Gatsos. Right. They came in um, shortly after them, uh, kind of like late 1990s, mm-hmm. when they went in, and they used to use analog, but now they, they all use kind of like digital film. So, yeah, they uh, they face forward. So that's that's it. I'll be yeah. sure to keep an eye open for any of them. Yeah, or... I thought it was worth a mention because, it, I don't know, maybe have a kind of a, a kind of community of people who um, like to spot these things. So there you go, the True Velo Decam. You can see these down south. Okay, bear that in mind. Yep. You ready for some facts? Yeah, go for it, always. You know we love facts. Okay. So, um, average speed cameras, back to that lovely topic. Um, do you know that the first urban urban average speed camera system, so one that would enforce like a 30 mile an hour limit, went live on the 4th of September 2017 in Dalkeith, on old Dalkeith Road? No, I didn't know that. That was the first one. Right. The very next year, I think it was on the 5th of September 2018, uh, one went live in Mill Street in Rutherglen. This one I do know. So this is the yeah. one on the, the dual carriage. Have you been on it since? Yes, I have. I have never I have never been uh, under the kind of the gaze of a, <laughs> an enforced urban so that, kind of 30 mile an hour average speed camera. Limit. It's always been a busy urban dual carriageway. Yeah. It coincidentally designed by Scott Wilson, Kirkpatrick. Mm-hmm. In the seventies, uh, and construction overseen by them. Terrific. Um, originally, all supposed to tie in with the Rutherglen Expressway and the Southlink Motorway and all these things. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a wee relic. It's in there. It became much busier after the completion of the M seventy four, as people from East Kilbride were heading down towards Pomody, down past the Shawfield Stadium. Yep. But it then got busier still when the Kafkin Relief Road. I was just formed. about to say because yeah. I was looking at the map of this one earlier. Yeah. yeah. And when the Kafkin, and it was almost supposed to tie in. The, the Kafkin bypass. So this is what this is actually a good idea then because they thought, well, increasing traffic here. Yeah. You got people that are coming from quite quick roads, and they think yeah. that I mean, this the Mill Street is not the Clyde Side Expressway. No, you no. know, it's not a road. It, it's got into it's got you know house frontages. It's got pedestrian crossings, Long, it's, straight it's, sections, yeah. and a downhill, and a downhill, and, and the, the sort of northbound direction as well. Yeah. So. It could be that a younger gentleman with a heavy right foot might find himself on the wrong side of a speed limit at many I times. I would suggest that was probably often the case. Or a young lady. Yes. Um, you know, might get in trouble. <laughs> and the cameras there are, are, are a reminder of that limit, Yeah. to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Do you know where the first fixed sight camera was in Scotland? No. A1, a spot roundabout. Oh, I had did... no idea on a date right. uh, yeah, on this a... one. I My phone buzzed. Uh, it was Duncan, mm-hmm. Duncan McKnight. Well, he often just drops in. It just does, like you know. And yep. when, when I suddenly feel the need to be enlightened by some road knowledge, this yep. man comes into my life, um, <laughs> and he said this was the first one. He, he, he gave me that wonderful nugget. There. Well, so that thanks, spot Duncan. roundabout scheme was a nineties scheme, wasn't it? When the dual carriage we ended there at spot roundabout, so it kind of makes sense that that they would all I... come round about then. Was it on '95 or something? There or thereabouts. That? I think they done well. They done some work in '90 and uh, sorry in 2004. Yeah, but, but remember, there was a small section up there. Yeah, because that's the yeah. at grade section. Yes, um, that spot roundabout is at grade. Yeah. yeah. 
That's where the Asda and the McDonald's and hotel mm. and all that's all. So when somebody's going to shout out here. No way. I had one in Drumchapel in 1994. This was the first one actually on a trunk road yeah. because I say, yeah. I'm saying A1. So that's the first one we know about on a trunk road. Mm-hmm. I just don't have Yeah, I mean, if people do know of other locations that were earlier, yeah, let us know. It was definitely yeah. in the Strathclyde area, the, yeah, the first one in Scotland went in because they, they kind of piloted it. Mm-hmm. Um, first, so yeah, I mean, like some of those. When I think of some of those ones on Great Western Road, there's one in the south side, uh, on the the old A seven two six, now the A seven two seven. That's been there for a long, long time. Um, there's some in there's some in Paisley. Um, there's there's a couple in Mother Road. Yes, um, I there, there's at least one on Renfrew Road mm-hmm. that I know about as you're going out towards B and Q or Abbot Cinch. Yeah. There's a speed camera there, and I'm pretty sure Paisley Road West might have had one. Mm-hmm. Been a few of them about. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't don't tend to be on the lookout for them. It's just one of these things that, like I said, they're quite ubiquitous. You know, you see them see them in places. But anyway, here's what I was speaking about earlier. Remember, cast your mind back now to those early '90s when they remember I said the one that Twickenham yeah. was the first permanent one. Yeah. Do you know, a year prior, in 1991, they decided to put one up on the M40. In right. West London. Yeah. It's an old analogue camera. It's in there with its film. Mm-hmm. Um, it recorded 400 offences in 40 minutes. So what was the speed limit on the motorway? I don't know. But if it was in West London, I'm guessing it wasn't national speed it's limit. It might like have been a 50. Yeah. Um, and so on. So it clearly caught a few folk out. I mean, putting it on a, mit- a motorway might skew the results slightly. I yeah. mean, it's kind of... Motorways are seen as quite safe roads. But yeah. I suppose it showed that the uh, technology worked. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's a, that's the, that's uh, the information shocking. on that. Yeah. So it ran a film down in the space of an hour. Yeah. So clearly Jeez. by that point, people thought, right, we, we need to come up with something better yeah. than this. Yeah. You know? So the uh, the A9, average speed camera system, obviously our, our most famous mm-hmm. um, speed cameras in Scotland, is 136 miles long, which Duncan tells me is apparently one of the longest average speed camera controlled lengths yeah. of road in the world. So that must include the Dunblane to Perth stretch then for the 136. Yes. Because the cameras don't go north of Inverness, do they? No, they no. do not. Right, okay, so that that must include that. Interesting, that is a long, I long mean, stretch. I mean, the thing is, the, the, the A9 average, the common misconception is people think it's a whole length. It doesn't cover the, the dual carriageways. Now, here's a question. Here's yes. a question, right? So they they'll be set at 60 miles an hour I take it on the on the A9. Do they increase for to seven for cars? Yeah, because that'll be the maximum, won't it? Because yeah. trucks are limited to 50 in the A9 and, and whatnot. So. They have their speed limit up. Yeah. Yep. So when you reach a dual carriageway section in the A9, I take mm-hmm. it they, they increase to 70 for that stretch. Well, the 70 mile an hour is the speed limit, but yeah. the average speed camera systems are only for the single carriageway sections. Ah, so there's none on like the long dual carriageway stretch, like no. past Kelly Cranky and places like that. Okay. No, no, but don't, the, the, the Scottish safety camera um, people, uh, yeah. partnership, uh, do do have a way around this is that they commonly and you can see on the safety camera gov website that they cite mobile camera vans on the sections of dual carriageway. Interesting. So I have seen these. I've seen them at the new section of dual carriageway up way up at um, near near Aviemore, uh-huh. uh, the King Craig section. Right. I've seen a camera van there at least a couple of times um, to make sure that people are, are kind of sticking to the speed limit there as well. But the the Speed cameras on the A9 are, are, are for the single carriageway sections because of the safety records on there. Question again, and it's right. in, not a road I'm hugely familiar with, as you know. Okay. Um, I, it's, now it's difficult to get to 60 mile an hour or, or more on parts of the A9. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Is is the theory behind or the thinking behind them was that to try and reduce silly manoeuvres, people overtaking at high speeds, that yeah. that kind of thing? Uh, what was always deadly, um, this is based on my experience and what my thought is, if yeah. we want to have a bit of conjecture about that, is that it was the closing speeds that were, were killing. Now, if you think about speeding, if you are speeding, that's not the thing that makes you crash. But speeding means that should you have an accident, yeah. the consequences are far are worse. Far worse. Yeah. You have also less time to react to yeah. hazards. Yeah. Or should a hazard present itself, yeah. you would have much more difficulty about it. So when somebody was overtaking, um, they would be going, the road is clear, and then suddenly someone would come around the corner. Mm-hmm. They're in a stage of not being able to abortly overtake. Closing speed uh, of the car coming the other way assumed to be 60 miles an hour. Yeah. When in fact that car was doing in excess of 100 or 110 miles an yeah, hour. Geez, yeah. Um, so you can then think that car will close on you much quicker than mm. you think uh, with these things. I mean, personal experience, I've driven the A9 a lot before the speed cameras. And because of that, that kind of alignment of that road, it was very common to see cars driving well over 100, 110, or even 120 miles an hour on yeah. some sections. Jesus. Of, of the, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to be honest with you. And it was it was unprecedented. i never seen anything like it on yeah. a single carriageway. Uh, I know that sections of the M6 and the the southern sections of the A74M are, are known for heavy right-footed behavior. Yeah. Yeah. But on the, the A9, it was particularly bad. These closing speeds were... were were very dangerous okay. to be honest with yeah. you um other not to do with the speed cameras but one of the other dangers on the a9 is, is uh when when people came to the end of dual carriageways people were desperate yeah. to get past because you know what happens right mm-hmm. comes to the end of dual carriageway and what does it do it spawns a caravan yeah and you think oh i need to get past that you know and the problem was people were flying to try and coming yeah. over the chevrons, dust flying everywhere yep. and having head-on collisions. So yeah. those were some of the most dangerous kind of pain points, you know, at, at things there. And when they were going into single carriageways, you then had people driving very quickly the mm. other way. As a result of the, the average speed camera system going in on the A9, hasn't really affected journey time, but it has massively reduced accidents. Mm-hmm. I remember being held up at, for hours on the A9 because of a fatal accident. Jeez. Because of something. And yeah. I can't remember the last time I got, I got held up. Accidents do still happen because, mm. like I said... But again, like the E seventy seven, the the sort of accident rate has decreased massive, massively. Decreased. Yeah. yeah. Um so I've I've already mentioned that fact about the A seventy seven and Bogan Toll being one of the first ones in two thousand and five. Yeah. So is an interesting one. Traffic lights have actually been used in lieu of speed cameras. So there's a place in Swindon where sensors pick up somebody that is speeding in the town mm-hmm. and then a set of traffic lights turn to red, forcing them to stop. So the, the people who maintain a constant speed or, or whatever, and they're not speeding, the lights kept green. Now, there is an example of this in Scotland. Yeah, I, I, there's there's a couple of places now, right? Well, I know yeah. A75 at Springham. Mm-hmm. Remember we drove through there about a year ago and I said, why are there pointless traffic lights here? Because yeah. it was one of these things, you, it wasn't a junction, it wasn't yeah, a pedestrian, yeah. you just, mm-hmm. they're pointless. Yeah. And you said to me, no, that's some kind of speed, sp- yeah. but it is. I mean, they were installed maybe the last couple of years, mm-hmm. and they, they're based on a system. If somebody's doing like 40 in the 30, they'll put the lights to red. Good way to slow people down in these rural villages and, and wee hamlets and places like that. Yeah. Yeah. No one gets a ticket, you no. know, but it is it is meant to be an inconveniencing thing, yeah. you know. So by speeding, you're inconveniencing yourself. You're slowing yourself, yourself down. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. 
Here's one you always hear about people moan about speed cameras and traffic cops pocketing the cash and, oh, and yeah, revenue going on, right? The fines collected from speed cameras in Scotland are paid to the Scottish courts and then it just yeah. goes to the Scottish government. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The cameras in their operation are paid for by a grant and they don't actually get any revenue no, not from, at all. No. from their offences. No. Uh, the website is quite clear to say, you know, whatever happens, they, they'd rather not be catching people. Yeah. You know, their aim is, is yeah. to reduce these things. Um, some people might be suspicious of of this, but you know that's that's the case. The fines don't go to them, you know. Yeah. So as of twenty twenty, we have six thousand nine hundred and forty two speed cameras in the UK, which includes red light cameras, fixed sights, and specs cameras. That's nine hundred more than the whole of the United States. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me given their attitude to so many things. Do you know? You, we've both been to the states, and uh, we all we, we both know that they they have a slightly different attitude yes. towards government yes. oversight enforcement. They just don't like it. No. We are far more um, kind of amenable to that yeah. in this country. Yeah. We also have a, a good safety record on our roads, you know, which yeah. we're quite keen to maintain in comparison to to other countries. Mm-hmm. Um, Brazil are the world leaders. They have uh, eighteen thousand two hundred and six. Of course, Brazil's a huge country, absolutely well. massive. Yeah, you know, and they've obviously identified huge problems with. The- had had you asked me to name the country with the most speed cameras in the world, I would never have picked Brazil. I must say, uh, that's that's surprising. I, always, like, I think the other ones, Russia has a lot of them as well. Uh, I know South Korea's got a lot of them. Right. Okay. So, uh, yeah. some, some of these these kind of countries. So there we go. Mm. How are we for time, Stuart? Are we still doing okay? Yeah, we're doing fine. We've time for one or two more facts and figures. Well, I've got statistics things. here um, yeah. that, that I've got here. So th- this is this statistic here. So in June tw- 2019, yeah. an average of 8 out of 10 of those surveyed consider it acceptable to use speed cameras to identify vehicles and speeding offences. So 8 out of 10 people think they are acceptable to catch people who are speeding, and that's from the AA. Good, yeah. They're done. Mm-hmm. Uh, 54% of drivers think that speed cameras deter people from breaking speed limits, and speed camera fines should be higher. Oh. So 54% of people, you know, like it and think think the fine should be worse. Yeah. 43% of drivers think there should be more speed cameras on our roads. Okay. So that's from break. Have you heard of Break? No, is that the Speed Campaign organization? Yes, they yeah. are. So they're 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 a kind of charity type organization yeah. who advocate the kind of road safety reduction, speed limits, and and uh, increasing of, of cameras and 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 the like. So okay. that's their yeah. survey from their website. Mm-hmm. Next statistic: the Home Office and Department of Transport quote research showing that numbers of people killed or seriously injured are reduced by thirty five percent at camera sites. And that's from the Parliamentary Office for Science and Technology in 2018. I can believe that. Yeah, as we've seen on the A77 and the A9. A9 will contribute to that. Now, this last one, 78% of motorists uh, who were questioned approved the use of speed cameras. Although a, an inverted commas here, strong suspicion remained that the cameras would were not installed purely for safety reasons. And that was a survey done back in 2008 by the Institute of Advanced Motorists. Interesting, yeah. So they, I mean, people say, yeah, these are, these are great, you know, but uh, we think that some of these cameras are clearly there to make money. Yeah, you which know? we know is not the case. We know it's not the case. Yeah, uh, with these things. I mean, I, I was interested maybe in seeing how much money was raised by these things and, and where it goes but i think it's just the main fact is it doesn't just go back into you know 
paying for paying for no. more cameras or or whatever. No, it goes this, to the treasury, and, and then, that's yeah. it. It's like any fine, yeah. you know. So that's it. You up for a quiz? Oh, try me. <laughs> this is fun. Oh, right, okay. okay. So how fast do you think you would have to go to beat a speed camera? Like, as in, drive really fast and it doesn't catch you. Yeah, well, I'd hope it was way beyond the, the speed that anybody could possibly reach on a road. <laughs> okay. Right. No one knows, really. Um, it depends on the type of camera and the conditions, but it, ha- but it has been tested. Right. Okay. So, on two occasions, Top Gear. Oh, and, my favourite. <laughs> I know you were a fan of the old crowd on that, but they're away now. It's God. never been the same since. Yeah. I understand you. You're still bitter about Not that. Not a fan. Uh, but you yeah. know MythBusters. <laughs> I do like MythBusters. MythBusters. Yeah. So MythBusters and Top Gear managed to beat a speed camera. Yeah. Uh, particularly on Top Gear, they'd done it in a TVR, and it was against a Gatso. They had to go in excess of 170 miles an hour. While the speed camera triggered, they couldn't see the car. Right, in okay. The image. Um, this was a long time ago, mind you. This yeah. was like 2002, 2003. Things have probably come on yes. since then. Yep. And in Mythbusters had to go even faster at 245 miles per hour in a rocket propelled car okay. um, to, to outdo whatever camera system they, they were doing. Now, these were on TV. Yeah. So there's potential trickery here, but yeah. cameras have been massively updated. And one guy is. Um, you know the the oh, what's that website that Cora whatever it's called where you you have the answer mm, some yeah. guy on there as they always do give some ridiculously yeah. detailed answer yeah. so he done the maths based on a modern digital speed camera that records a video at thirty frames per second mm-hmm. and if it had like a twenty meter enforcement area that 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 it could see you would be need to be going at a Mac one point seven five. To go through it, and anyone that knows that is that's nearly twice the speed of sound. Yeah, and there's not going to be many roads in Scotland. Really. No, I mean if if, if uh, you know you suddenly see a Mig thirty one flying past, then maybe you know uh, that that could uh, beat if, it. But if we start seeing Migs here, John, I would be rather concerned. <laughs> I, just, I use the Mig thirty one. That's a very fast plane. Um, so th- there we go. Yeah. So that that settles that. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest with you, okay. We spoke. This this is a funny topic, and I am kind of like being careful with some of the things that I say because I'm trying to be quite neutral about it. I do have my own opinions about it. So does everyone who drives a car. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do people who live in towns about speed cameras and, and the, the effects of people speeding and, and stuff around them. It is a, it's a big topic. But where do you think speed cameras are being used most effectively in Scotland? On roads where there was bad safety records. A77, mm-hmm. obviously. A9, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the other locations not just so familiar with. Um, but those two definitely, given the national uh, reputation they had for poor accident rates. Okay. Yeah. No, I see. That's fine. I, I think, I think the A nine has got got to be up there with one that that's, that pleasantly surprised me mm-hmm. uh, in a way because I, I, I like I said I've been stuck on that road stranded because of fatal accidents, mm-hmm. uh, which is terrible. Uh, but I always thought when you know the cameras came, I was like, oh, I don't like this. This is this is going to slow everyone down. Um, and it hasn't really. I think one of the best things as well in conjunction with the speed is raising that HGV speed limit. Yeah, you know, as, as, as well yeah. with these things. The only thing is that some drivers just don't know. They think they all have to drive at 50, but, uh-huh. you know, you can get past folk. It's not too bad, yeah. uh, to be honest with you. So perhaps, perhaps the A9 and, and anywhere where we've got roadworks as well, being somebody that has to work at the side of the road, the speed <laughs> cameras uh, are there to cover my back. So I, I, I can't argue with that. Exactly. Um I, I have a point of argument about speed cameras versus a traffic cop. Okay. The traffic cop's always better 
to be honest with you, in a situation of of keeping an eye on what people are doing on the roads. Yeah. Because a speed camera it is a machine. It uses a, a method of measurement to determine how quickly that person went from there to there in this point where this limit is, is meant to be the case. Yeah. But yeah. speed isn't the thing that causes the accidents all the time. It, it's driver behavior as well. People have been involved in very serious accidents or people have been knocked down or or very dangerous things have happened within the limit. A camera cannot detect this. And this is an argument that quite a few people use is, are we now getting far too reliant on putting cameras everywhere and not having enough cops out on the road? Okay, I, I don't I mean, have you, an answer or you, a view you, on that. Um, my, my, my view would be that exceeding the speed limit is probably the single biggest cause mm-hmm. of accidents yep. um, in, in Scotland, and therefore what about, the use of cameras is... What about dangerous overtaking? What, what well, about, you, like on the A9, if you have the speed camera in place yeah. and you can't overtake, like you know as well as me, on the A9, it's very difficult to overtake someone at 60 miles an hour on the A9. Yeah. You need to do 70, 80, 90, 100 to get past the car's you know someone wants to pass so having those cameras in would prevent that so actually in a way it's it is preventing Mm -hmm. the dangerous maneuvers as well isn't it i suppose but what about say okay well let's say what um i'll give you that if we discount um you know overtake or dangerous overtaking Mm -hmm. and we look at say poor observation yeah so people not paying attention Mm -hmm. people being on their mobile phones or messing around in cars now but this comes back to the point you made earlier, mm-hmm. that if that occurs at lower speeds, yes. then the likelihood of fatalities or serious injuries is vastly reduced. So having the cameras in place, if someone is silly, yep. they are more likely to survive. And more to the point, the people they impact with... But if somebody's there looking at their phone, they're probably not even interested in speed cameras yeah. or anything. They're, they're mucking yeah. about. Because somebody could be going along at 70 exactly. on the motorway, 60 or 70 on the motorway, be be not paying attention or not driving to the conditions. Yeah. Say it's belting with rain, yeah. you know, or something like that. They're going within the speed limit, but realistically, you should only be driving at 40 mile an hour. And they are the type I mean, of people that shouldn't be on the road. This is the thing that a cop can see this. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, I'm not just saying this because Nick will be listening and he'll be, and he's like, you better stick up for me. Yeah. Because he hasn't said that. But it's it's like, you know, a speed camera only looks at one thing. Yeah. It looks at speed and that's mm-hmm. it. But there are a lot of other factors that can contribute to accidents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the, the loose nut behind the wheel is oh, yeah. entirely responsible Mechanical for faults and failures, yeah. All kinds mm-hmm. of, of bizarre things. Uh, tailgating. Yeah. Can a speed camera catch somebody tailgating? No. No, no. You're, you're right. I think the point is, though, that speed is by far the biggest mm. single cause of death on the road. It means, and, as I said earlier, if somebody has a crash, yeah. it's so much worse, mm-hmm. you know, if, if somebody is, is driving in excess of the speed limit. Yeah. Another side point, like I said, is it you are slower to react. If you are bombing about, you are less likely to see a hazard emerge. You know? Yeah. So that's it, just there. But uh, maybe that moves on to one of the next points. I don't know how, how you would think such speed cameras could be improved, Stuart. Could could a speed camera be able to detect somebody on their phone? Could a speed camera be able to detect tailgating or dangerous the, driving? The, the problem is, I suppose, is you, it's, it's like you say, you can't have cameras everywhere. You, you're mm. never going to be able to watch someone all the time. And yeah. that's where education comes into it. And, yeah. and, and, you know, being really clear with people and having really strict penalties, mm-hmm. you know, against that type of behaviour is the best way to try and prevent people from, from doing from speeding. it. You know, because yeah. um, you're right, cameras have a role but they're not the be all and end all let's look at what they've done with mobile phones so they increased that didn't they if you get 
caught while using a mobile phone yeah. while driving. It's 200 quid. Yeah, and, and it's six, six points. points. Two of those in your band. It's it's not the fine that no. scares people. It's, it's the, the points. points because yeah. it's, it's, okay, I can take a £200 fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, I mean, £200, what's that? A tank of fuel? <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Yeah. Um, but points, you lose your license, you lose your job. Yeah. You lose everything, mm-hmm. you know. So it's 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 really um, it's really the points. Maybe we need. Maybe I mean it's not so much cameras need to be improved, but maybe they need to look at the potential penalties for, uh-huh. for, for, for silly or dangerous behaviour. Yeah. Um, what do you think the future is, Stuart? Do you think there, there might be more average speed camera yeah, systems I, I, rolled out? I, I think, think there should be more. I, I think or, they're very effective at roadworks. Are very effective in urban areas where there's mm-hmm. been accident issues and, and the like. They've been very effective in the the rural routes um, and advance the safety measures and things like yeah. that coming in. Much cheaper to implement safety cameras and realign 200 miles of road so you, you, know? you what you say you'd rather see a million investment into cameras than say 100 million into uh a dueling or or realignment in in areas i, I don't have a particular viewpoint on that i'm just yeah. making the point making the case oh, i nearly got the, in there ladies and gentlemen it's, <laughs> the, it's the most efficient and, and effective way of I, I, I improving can... the safety of a route I can see it from a balance sheet. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. And look at the A77. Yeah. Where there were, there were real problems. Do you know, they, they wreck it. I mean, also, this is this is cold saying this, Stuart, but fatalities cost a lot of money. And it's, first and foremost, mm-hmm. is a horrible thing for, for, for anyone involved with that and the friends and family and so on, but it's hugely costly. Yeah. You know, they wreck, we spoke about the the history of the, the urban motorway in Glasgow mm-hmm. and how many fatalities that saved yep. by taking traffic off of urban yeah. streets, yep. you know, and uh, well, if you I can do we, anything we, to reduce yeah. these things, you're always going to be saving, saving lives, saving money. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was calculated in 2015 that the construction of the M8 through Glasgow had probably saved about 865 lives, 10,000 serious injury accidents, Yeah, um, you know, and that's up to 2015. We're way beyond that now. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. We've discussed these things before, and uh, we have. Yeah, we have. Indeed. People just behave themselves. We wouldn't have these problems because speed is a choice. Speed is a choice. Which, um, I I want to close with a, a certain point. Okay. If that if mm-hmm. that's okay. Yeah. Um, Duncan was sending me some information through, um, about about the A one. Uh, about spot roundabout and and about the A9, which of course you know, he he is the authority on. But he came out with a particularly good bit of wisdom. He says, the speed cameras on the A9 only exist if you break the law. Exactly. Meaning that you shouldn't go around worrying about these. You shouldn't be constantly paranoid about these things. If if you are kind of, you know, well being aware of of what the speed limit is and so on you know then you really don't have have anything to worry about yeah now people might be screaming at their their smart speaker or their phone or their or their uh, something in the car me saying this but it is the onus is on you to know really what the limit is i know there can be confusion and i certainly criticize when an arrangement has been set up where they're having limits changing constantly because that can confuse drivers and stuff like that there are improvements that can be done to make speed limits more consistent yeah but you know um if if you are aware of it and you should be i mean there's no excuse your car and your your all these things they tell you what the speed limit is. I mean, my car reads 
signs yeah. and says it's a 40 and it comes up as soon as I pass the sign. If yeah, you know there's, I mean. no, there's no And you excuse. can set your car... I mean, limiters, you can have the car bonging at you if you really want. I mean, I'm an adult. I don't need to be told, I know, um, with these things. But And be aware of your own vehicle, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Stuart, you know, you drive quite a quick car, so do I. It's quite. It can be very easy, you mm-hmm. know, um, if you don't know the car you're driving as well. So, you know, it, but it's not an excuse, really. No, that is no excuse for it. So, Duncan, thank you for your wisdom. Yes. And basically, this is to reassure you have nothing to worry about if you keep within the limit. Mm-hmm. There we go. Well, thanks for that, John. That's... That's been an interesting one this did you, month. Did you enjoy yeah, that? Yep, some interesting facts and figures there, I'm sure. I'm sure People once we will... stop recording, you'll be like, never again. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Very interesting. I'm, I'm sure Thanks, people will. You. Any feedback, of course, people can get in touch to let us know. Yeah. Um, all of our podcasts mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and new episodes of the Scottish Roadscast can be found in all the usual places. Indeed, I believe now if you ask your smart speaker to play you the Scottish Roadscast, it will do so. Yes, Please try that out if you have Alexa or an Echo or or Google Home or whatever it is try it see if it works you'll get us on iTunes Apple Podcasts Spotify Google yeah. everywhere and anywhere me- remember to leave us a review as well if you have enjoyed this um, the social media uh, continues to be great um, check us out on Facebook Instagram Twitter um, I think you mentioned there YouTube as well we've got yep, our, all our podcasts and so on you'll on get there. us on YouTube uh, absolutely yes there, there's some of the images lately the aerial photos and also the then and now posts oh they're fantastic what a good idea that was yes. please check us out for these because they're, they're just getting better and better and they, they are indeed the website is continually updated as well with some new information and we should of course say thank you to our supporters mm-hmm. Eastford Excavations and HBS Scotland Yes, thank you very much. Make and we'll this be, possible. Yeah, and we'll be back very soon with another episode of the Scottish Roadscast. So thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.